Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Five Red Lights Formula One podcast, a podcast focusing on all things Formula One, such as race reviews and interesting things in the sport, as well as branching out into other series, such as F2, F3 and more. Please don't forget to rate this podcast where available, and be sure to follow our social media at Five Red Lights Podcast on Instagram and at Five Red Lights F1 on Twitter. Now, if I'm being honest, I was struggling for something to talk about in this podcast because, you know, I've got uni going on and I wasn't sure what to do. However, luckily, saving grace, Formula One decided to cancel the Turkish Grand Prix, replace it with a double header in Austria, and unfortunately, they also moved the French Grand Prix forward a week, which is a shame because I like to leave as long as possible between my French Grand Prix. Um, the French Grand Prix is a bit like parents having to watch their child in their school play. It's crap, but you still do it because you're being supportive. Unfortunately, the new French Grand Prix date um, clashes with an IndyCar race, which means Grosjean will not be able to do his demo runs on the French Grand Prix weekend in the Mercedes, but his full day test still is going ahead. The fact he can't do demo runs on live TV is probably led to a sigh of relief at the Mercedes factory and they will not see one of their cars whiffed on live TV into the wall. Now, from this news, I thought the first thing I should talk about is the fact that we now have a double header in Austria. Um, I'd hoped that the end of the 2020 season had been the last we'd ever see of double headers, but apparently not. I suppose there are worse tracks um, to have a double header at. A double header in France would have probably been the end of F1 because I don't think I could have done that mentally. I'm sure a lot of fans feel the same way. Uh, this is no longer a Mazepin hate podcast, it is a Paul Ricard hate podcast. Of course, we had a double header in Austria last year, the Austrian Grand Prix and then the Styrian Grand Prix. Um, I'm not entirely sure how good that double header was because I think we're all looking at it through somewhat rose-tinted glasses considering we hadn't had F1 for, what, seven, eight months at that point. And I would have, honestly, that is the only situation that would have taken a double header at Paul Ricard just to see F1 cars on track again. Now, the first race in Austria last season um, was, well, it was good because apparently all the teams just forgot how to run an F1 car and cars were just DNFing left, right and centre. In fact, the race saw seven cars retire. Um, we had Kimi Raikkonen, George Russell, Grosjean, Magnussen, Lance Stroll, Daniel Ricciardo and Max Verstappen. Bottas took pole um, ahead of Hamilton. Bottas in his usual new Bottas, you know, Bottas. 45.0 at the start of the season comes out the block to whoever, it, to whoever it may concern fuck you, beats Hamilton in the first race and then gets back in his cage for the rest of the year, um, which to be honest is pretty much what happened last year so the best thing about the race um, in my opinion, uh, which is of course the only opinion that matters uh, was Lando getting a podium but I mean, it's good that McLaren have now got a podium on merit um, arguably in Imola um, because he did really only get the podium because Hamilton decided to destroy Albon's race for the what, like the second time in like three races or whatever it was. But still, it was nice to see McLaren on the podium and it's something we should be seeing more often in the future, hopefully. But that being said, Norris did put in an amazing last lap to bring the gap to Hamilton under five seconds, so credit where credit's due. The next time out in um, Austria was the Styrian Grand Prix and again, the most exciting thing about this weekend was probably the wet qualifying. The unusual wet conditions saw um, a massive shake-up in qualifying. We got a front row lap we've never seen before with um, Hamilton and Verstappen. 
Um, but to be honest, jokes aside, we did get signs in third and um, Esteban Ocon in fifth for Renault and Lando Norris in sixth for McLaren. Unfortunately, Alex Albon, as he um, tended to do, left it in the bag, qualified seventh. Um, only slightly ahead of Pierre Gasly. Actually, in fact, it was only a few hundredths ahead of Pierre Gasly, so sticky one for him. It was also George Russell's first um, appearance in Q2 for the season, which is something he's made a bit of a habit of. He qualified 12th, only a 10th, no, sorry, only a 100th, impressive, off Charles Leclerc and his Ferrari, but then again, the Ferrari was a bit of a dog. The race was pretty much business as usual. Um, there was a bit of excitement, the Ferraris crossed into each other, well should I say Vettel crashed into Leclerc and uh, both Ferraris DNF'd. Hamilton won, um, Bottas came second, Verstappen came third, wow that's a podium combination we've never seen before. Um, Alex Albon came fourth which was impressive for him because he normally came seventh that season. Norris came fifth, Perez sixth, Lance Stroll seventh, yeah so just a very good strong weekend for the pink Mercedes there. Ricardo came eighth. Signs 9th and Alpha Tauri of Daniel Kvyat came 10th, which to be honest was a pretty standard top 10 team wise for that season. Most exciting things to happen that weekend uh, came outside of the race. Renault launched its protest against the racing point for its alleged, keyword alleged, please don't sue me, Lance, uh, Lawrence Stroll, alleged similarities to the Mercedes W10, which of course was purely coincidental. Um, and also the podiums, um, the trophies on the podium were delivered by Robot, which was just a bit farcical and looked a bit naff. It was like, um, it looked like a table with a man crawling underneath it, like something you see in a comedy show. It just wasn't great. It's not quite the uh, jetpack delivery you see at Paul Ricard sometimes. So yeah, um, how could they spice up the doubleheader in Austria? Because I will, I will not lie to you, it is a bit boring seeing the same track twice in a row. And obviously they can't do it backwards or anything because um, you know health and safety unfortunately uh, I suppose they could bring two different sets of tyre compounds to the weekend which wouldn't make it so the races weren't as copy and paste which would be nice but then again since when have F1 ever done anything for the fans they'll probably just bring this, the hardest tyre compounds and treat us to some nice one-stop races now um, the double header in Austria does present a potentially unique opportunity uh, we know now that sprint race or like the sprint race format with like sprint race qualifying i guess you call it on a saturday's coming this year and no one's really sure how it's going to stack up against normal qualifying in a normal weekend or whether it will be a success what would make it a success is definitely different um depending on who you are and um, i'm sure f1 and liberty media or whatever will see it as a success if they get more viewers on a friday but for fans a success would be like an actual improvement to the weekend so i in my humble not so humble opinion think that f1 if they had their head screwed on which they don't and this will not happen by the way um they should use the double header in austria put one weekend as a sprint race and one weekend as normal different tire compounds each weekend or something maybe just to make it so the teams can't copy and paste um like their stats or whatever um not stats like setups and stuff i suppose i don't really know so, something and then see how the weekends compare um which creates ultimately what matters is what creates a better race on sunday um and then yeah we'll see but then again you always run the risk of like last year in austria for example 
those races were not comparable at all because you had a dry race and fine conditions the first week and then torrential qualifying which was postponed for like hours the next week which would of course completely bugger up any comparisons but I just think it would be nice to see side by side what sprint quality or sprint the sprint format let's call it um, would do to a weekend now on that sprint format I personally can't see it being that great like just think about it you on the Friday in the qualifying you're in a let's say you're Ocon in an Alpine and you've qualified P5 which is probably the height of what the Alpine can do this year um, you're in the sprint race and Perez is in P4 in a faster car you see the opportunity to go around the outside you might be starting P4 which is good um, but then again if it goes wrong you might be starting P20 if you DNF now and also P4 to P5 is not worth any points and you might think well it means they're starting P4 on a Sunday so that could be more points there but no because let's be honest that car's not going to hold on to P4 on a Sunday is it realistically um, or at least you'll have to fight very hard to hold on to P4 and it's just frankly unlikely so it's too big of a risk for too small of a reward and think about it like if you're Max Verstappen start in third position and you've got Valtteri Bottas ahead of you in second in the sprint race and you could overtake Valtteri and take second yeah okay it that's good you start second but then again on some tracks third place on the grid is the best place to be if you want to overtake into turn one you get a nice little draft off the leader sometimes it's the cleaner side of the grid works out well you might think well he could overtake him for second place in the sprint race for championship points well no um because that would get him exactly one more championship point uh you know first is worth first is worth three second is worth two and third is worth one it's simply not worth it so i just think you'll get your qualifying order and then in the sprint races everyone will follow each other around nicely and either that or we'll get a few extremely not risky at all boring overtakes maybe the odd drs overtake but it's not going to be like a formula 2 sprint race where everyone's going absolutely skits and they're all like fighting elbows out it's it's just simply not going to happen or at least that's my very pessimistic opinion anyway enough with the pessimism thanks for listening and uh, the next episode will be released on tuesday haven't decided what it is yet maybe f1 will release another bombshell maybe lewis hamilton will decide to retire this week and then i'll get to talk about that um i do not know yet if you enjoyed it please rate and follow the podcast um rate it where possible don't forget to follow our social media at five red lights podcast on instagram and at five red lights f1 on twitter uh thanks again for what uh, listening not watching listening and uh see you later